Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. And boy, do I have a story and some nuggets of wisdom. I don't know if it's considered wisdom yet, but some lessons that I'm learning in real time for you. So let's just go ahead and dive in. I have talked a few different times on this podcast about how I am actively hiring what I am calling my behind the scenes boss ninja, aka what boring people call an online business manager. And I call it behind the scenes boss ninja. And I, you know, put call to actions on this podcast for for anybody interested to fill out an application. I've talked about it on my stories. It's just time. And what I couldn't have expected, but was so pleasantly surprised to experience was the influx of not just applicants, but the most incredible applicants for this job. I was blown away and it made me feel so good because every single one in many cases were very qualified for this job and would have slayed this job, I believe. And also the fact that they wanted to work with me and align themselves with my mission and and what I'm here to do on this planet via my business, it was just such, it meant so much to me and it was so incredible. All right. So I, I, I think I had a total of 10 ish, maybe a few more, maybe like around 12 applicants that that submitted an application, I narrowed it down. I had to narrow it down and I narrowed it down to seven or eight. And I sat down with each of these applicants face-to-face on Zoom. And we went through a an interview, right? What is so crazy is by the end of the interview process and after interviewing every single person, I was nowhere, I was nowhere more clear on who I wanted to hire in that moment after I was done with the interviews than prior to interviews. Everybody was that good, that charismatic, that warm. You think, or I think I can pick up on people's energies and I really can. And I was like, I'll know, I'll know if somebody is not a good fit, but, but apparently like everybody was just a really good fit or I'm really not as good as picking up on energy as I thought, because by the end of it, I was like, oh crap, (laughs) this is going to be super, super interesting. 
And I came on my stories and I expressed this because I had told these beauties that I would be letting them know by a certain date who I was choosing or, you know, what the next steps would be, whether we do a second interview or something. And I really wanted to move forward. I really didn't want to do a second interview. I just, I'm ready to go. This has been a long time in the making. This is something that I've been struggling with personally in my business for quite some time. We'll talk more about that in just a second. I was ready to to make this decision and move forward. So I came on my stories and I expressed this. And so, you know, what I expressed was that I was having a really hard time because everybody was so incredible and I got so much love and support and advice. And I just, those of you that reached out, appreciate you so much because I felt so supported in that moment. And it kind of, it came down to Friday, which was the day that I needed to make the decision. And I said, okay, it's, it's time. I need to stop talking about this. I need to stop talking to Chris. I need to stop talking to my friends and, and looking for outward advice. And I, I need to find a way to get quiet and, and make this decision. So I went to a coffee shop by myself. I rewatched a few of the interviews. I had it narrowed down to three applicants and by about an hour into the coffee shop, I had narrowed it down to two. And these women were neck and neck. Both incredible fit. Incredible. I had pros and cons lists for each. There were zero cons <laughs> on either one. They were just, they were so great, both of, both of these women. And, you know, and it was like, God, what what do I do? Like, send me a sign. I'm praying for signs. I assigned each of them like, okay, this woman is number two, two, two. This number's number. This one is number three, three, three. God, show me these numbers <laughs> of the person that I'm supposed to choose. Just help me. I mean, I was really, I mean, it was like agonizing is a very strong word, but I really was struggling and I'm calling Chris and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, figure it out. <laughs> so anyway, I chose my person. I, I just chose. Okay. I rationalized it in my mind and I made the decision and I said, based on what I know, in front of me, this feels like the best decision. And I I had this feeling that either way I went, it would have worked out just fine. But I said, no, I, I think, I think this is the way that we need to go. So I took a deep breath. And what was interesting was when I made this decision, I had this thought that this person possibly was possibly overqualified. I knew the the job that she was doing now. I knew the work that she was doing and you know what she had done in the past, right? And I had a small, I guess, worry 
that what she would be doing in my business, although this this position would no doubt grow and expand and evolve over time, where it would start, I had a fear that she may not be in love with it. So I said, okay, I'm going to call her and I'm going to have a conversation and I'm going to ask her one more time if, if, if this is okay. And I'm going to tell her my exact concerns and I can let her decide, right? I'm essentially going to offer her the position. So I called her. We got on the phone. I said what I needed to say. And to be fair, it was I caught her off guard, right? I didn't say, hey, sleep on it, which in hindsight, I should have let her sleep on it. No doubt. Because I gave, I mean, you know, when somebody calls you and they're like, hey, yes or no, is this what you want? Tell me quick. And I didn't say that, right? But it was like, I asked her to decide then. Do Here's the position. Do you want it? And she said, yes, I want the position. I'm so excited. Yes, I hear you. I, I'm so good with the job description. Yes. And I said, cool. There's our answer. Congratulations. I'm so excited to work with you. Hung up the phone. Now what I needed to do was reach out to my other beautiful applicants and tell them that I've decided to move forward with somebody else. And I did that individually per person. And the applicant that was neck and neck with the woman that I hired, that was a hard conversation because I knew she wanted this job so bad and she was so excited. And I just, it, it was very weird. It, it almost was like, I felt like I was breaking up with a soulmate. Like, isn't that weird? Like somebody that like deep down, like maybe I shouldn't be breaking up with this person. I don't know, but like, I wasn't fully sure. And that's what it felt like. But I, I told her I was very clear and concise and, you know, told her, thank you so much. And anyway, so I made the decision. It was done. I packed up my things. I got in the car and I was, I was driving home. I got this sinking feeling that, or this thought, like, did I make the wrong decision? I couldn't shake it. And it was such a moment because I was really proud of myself. I did this, what I consider the quote right way. And I don't think there's like a right way to hire, but, but I did it. I've done this before this process before, and it was very different. It was a very different energy. And this time it was different. And I, I made a hard decision and I, you know, I stuck with it and, and I was really proud of myself and I really like, I wanted to ride home and blast music. And I was picking up pizza because it was Friday and I wanted to like pop some champagne because I know that this is the next move in my business, but I couldn't shake this feeling that I had made the wrong decision. And I couldn't stop thinking of this other applicant. And I felt, I don't know, I just it felt off. And the way that I kind of, I guess, thought through it was, you know what? my business is growing. There are going to be other positions that open. 
if she's still available, like I can still hire her at some point down the road if, you know, if she's open to it. This doesn't mean that we can never work together. Just for right now, this is my decision and I'm going to stick with that. And I go home. And as soon as I got home, Chris was so excited. He was like, congratulations. And I said, thanks. And I, you know, he's my, obviously my person. And, and I, I expressed him to what I was feeling in the car. And he said, you can't do that. You don't do that to yourself. You made your decision. You need to like fully support it. Stand by it. Don't allow yourself to think like what these what if scenarios, because they're just going to make you crazy and that's not going to help you. It's not going to help your person. It's not going to help anybody. And I was like, you're right. You're right. Okay. And I let it go. I put it to bed. That was my decision. (sighs) Between that moment and Monday, everything changed. What happened, long story short, was my new hire reached out to me and asked for a phone call, which of course was happy to oblige. We got on the call and ultimately she expressed to me very honestly, very humbly that she, she didn't feel like the the position was as aligned as she had initially thought that, you know, the direction she was going, it was going in a different direction with my position. And after accepting the position, just she, she was having second thoughts. And again, she was so honest. She was so just, you know, it was, it was a great conversation. And initially I had like an instant thought of, uh, oh gosh, (laughs) because this has happened before. This actual scenario has happened to me before. And my thought was like, not again. This cannot be happening again. And that that was like my first thought. And then for whatever reason, it, it quickly, I quickly was overcome with like this very calm gratitude for this conversation. And what I told her is exactly how I feel, which is like, I'm so thankful that you spoke up about this. I'm so thankful that you, you are listening to your gut and that you're trusting yourself and you're having this conversation with me now versus in a week, in a month, in a year. Right. And I was like, I respect that so much more than, you know, and she was upset, right? Like she, she really, she was very upset that this was happening. And, and I just, I was like, please don't be upset. I, you know, it's not ideal, but like, I I respect you. You know what you're talking about. It's going to be okay. I have no doubt it's going to be okay. And I felt that in my bones, it was going to be fine. So we got off the phone and I took a deep breath and I just knew it was fine. Not ideal, not what I wanted, but I knew it was going to work out. So eventually what I decided to do was I reached back out to the woman who was neck and neck with my first hire. (laughs) And I reached out to her and I was very honest with her that things had changed. And then I would love to have a conversation. We got on a call. I told her what had happened. I told her how I felt about her. 
and asked her if she would still be interested in the position. She said, not yes, but hell yes. And she got started in that exact day. And within the day, (laughs) within two hours, had already taken control of, of projects that I had delegated to her. So that is what has happened so far. <laughs> and it's just, it's so interesting go- going through this. Now, I think it would be helpful to share like what happened in the first situation because how I felt about this, how I reacted, how I moved forward, my thoughts, everything was different night and day. And and I, I think it would be super helpful for you to hear the contrast of this situation because I think that this, and I'm going to share with you what I would consider some lessons from this whole hiring situation, right? That I that no doubt can be applied to so many different areas of not only your business, but life. So when this happened the first time, and what's so interesting is I have been trying to find my dream work wifey <laughs> team member for almost a year now. Actually, probably over a year now. I've talked about this and I've gone back and forth between hiring VAs and hiring contractors. And, you know, and then I was like, okay, actually, I want somebody in person, somebody local to me in Nashville so that they can come and work with me and we can work together at the co working space and had this like whole grand vision. So, whenever I had that idea of like hiring somebody local, what I did the first time, this is how I went through the hiring process the first time, is I I used to listen to James Webmore's podcast all the time. I don't listen to it so much anymore, not for any particular reason. I just kind of fell out of fell out of it. And I remember he talked about how he I don't know if he still hires his employees this way, but in the past he used to source all of his employees from Craigslist. And I thought that that was so interesting. And he never put like who he was because he's very well known now in our space, but he essentially like put the job description and it was nondescript in terms of who the person, like what the business was. And that's how, and he found like incredible people from Craigslist. So it's like, cool, that's what I'll do. So the first time, and this was, this was last, no, gosh, this year, gosh, time, 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 weird. Was it this year? It was this year. Hmm. Early spring. I believe this was, I put an ad on Craig. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was early spring. I think, I think so. Anyway, it doesn't really matter, but it was about a year, less than a year ago, I put an ad on Craigslist for a similar-ish position for what I'm hiring now, but not as descriptive. And I got you know a few different applicants. I had a couple of interviews and there was one person that stood out. And the energy of it was like, I mean, I think I only had, I set three interviews. One person didn't show up. The two people that did show up, they they were good candidates. And then one was was a better. Was she absolutely perfect for the role? 
not so much, but I liked her and I wanted to get it over with. Like I wanted to fill this position. So I kind of threw it up to the universe. I was like, I'm just going to, you know, we're going to go for it. So we talked, I offered her the position. She actually was moving into Nashville from another location. She was literally moving the, the following week. She needed a job. It was, it, it seemed like the stars were aligning. This was a great, great fit. She accepted the position and literally it was the day that she was supposed to start or the day before, I can't remember. She texted me and said that she ultimately, it just wasn't a good fit anymore. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. (laughs) And my energy at the time was very victim aligned. Very like, why is this happening to me? Who does she think she is? Like, this is such a great opportunity. Why can't she see that? Why would she just text me? Why, 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 why? Right? Like very victim. And I was very nice to her. I was like, no, I get it. And, you know, I said the same, like, thank you so much for telling me. I'd much rather you tell me now than then. Okay. Let her go. P.S. She ended up reaching out not once, but twice after that, asking for the job again. And I was like, it's no for me, dog. But anyway, (laughs) let it go. But instead of moving forward and, you know, going and getting more applicants, I let it stop me in my tracks. I let, I, I, I let myself become defeated. I let myself assume the role of full victim. Instead of saying, man, yeah, this sucks, but also there's somebody else that's obviously better and I just need to do the aligned action so she can find me and so that we can come together, right? Instead of doing that and continuing to move forward, I let it stop me and I let myself be right. And the right at that time was, I'm a victim. Why is this happening to me? It must not be the right time for me to hire. So I'm, you know, I'm F it. I can't trust anybody. I'm just going to do it all myself. And I ended up making my life a lot harder. No doubt. I have no doubt stunted my own growth in that moment. And I just stopped. And from that moment on, I mean, this was earlier this year. I, until this past month, did not put out another application again. And I've, I know I've talked about it on this podcast. I know I've talked about it so many times that like, I know I need support in my business and I do have support. I have contractors. I'm, I'm good at outsourcing certain projects. And that's something that I've improved, but full support in my business is what I really, really desired. But I let that one moment of disappointment hinder me and stop me. So I stopped. All right. Fast forward to what just happened just a few days ago. The difference then, or the difference in both situations is how I thought about the situation as it was happening. I had an initial very split reaction of, oh no, not again. Why is this happening? And within the second caught it and said, no, there's a reason why this is happening. 
I'm not going to be bothered. I'm not going to freak out. I handled it with poise. I kept my cool. I actually laughed about it in real time, not even after the fact. I literally walked out of the room laughing and told Chris what happened. And he was like, you're kidding. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. And he was like, yeah, it's okay. You can just reach out to that. I was like, yeah, we're good. And we moved forward. Very, very different. I did not give myself the luxury of assuming any kind of victim mentality because there's no time for that. I'm not here to be a victim. I'm here to win the game of my business. And that looks like cool. Like this, this is where I'm at right now. This is the current situation. I can't change the situation because it's outside of my hands as far as like how my first hire feels. She's allowed to feel that way. But what I can control is how I react and think and behave moving forward. And I, you already know what happened. And because of that, now I have, I have my hire. Now, here's the interesting part. It's being, you know, recording podcasts, creating content. I create a lot of things in real time. I get the smart thing to do would be to keep these things close to my chest and then wait a few months till the dust settles and then come to you and, and tell you maybe like a more full story. Because is there a chance that my current behind the scenes boss ninja also decides this isn't a good role and also jump ship. And then like, here I am telling the story again. Yes, sure. That's a possibility. Of course it is. So I'm, you know, it's a little bit of a risk like coming here, but this is what I like to do. I like to like keep you in the loop real time. I'm like dealing with this in real time. And this is how I'm feeling about the situation. Okay. So here are my lessons thus far from this whole situation. And again, I believe like so many of these can be, are applicable to to so many different areas of business. So number one, biggest decision, always go with your gut. Okay. One thing that I did that I think I could have done differently was as soon as the decision became hard, as soon as I assigned like an amount of risk and importance to this decision, it felt heavier. It felt riskier. It felt like I had to get it right the first time. And for whatever reason, I lost trust or I was losing and and putting less weight and trust in my own decision-making capabilities as the owner and the CEO of this business, right? Instead of like, okay, who do I think is the best fit? Like, who do I think I could vibe with the best? Instead of doing that, I looked outward. I was asking for signs, which I don't think is a bad thing, right? But, you know, looking for signs, asking for advice, looking for flip, you know, I didn't flip a coin, but like I probably would have if I had thought about it at the time. I, the point is like looking outward for the answer versus getting quiet and really, really going with the best decision for me as the only person who could possibly know this is my business. This is my day-to-day life. 
this person will be working with me, not with the other people that I asked for you know, support on this decision. Not to say that you can't look to people for support. Of course, right? If there's somebody more qualified who who has done this before and who's been through this, yeah, like phone a friend if you need to phone a friend. But also remember and and don't discount your own inner knowing is I think what I'm trying to say. And I think it, it, it's hard to say because the the deep, deep gut feeling of, oh, I made the wrong decision. That didn't happen until I made the decision, right? I didn't have, I, I liked both of these women. I liked all of the women, right? And and the problem was, it wasn't until I made the decision that, that I felt like, uh-oh, I think that might've been wrong. So it's hard to say, but, but I think like in, in, you know, it's so much easier to say in hindsight, but in hindsight, there were some times that I I did have the thought, like, I really think it's probably the other person, the person that, that is working for me now, but I let outside reasoning and, and other things kind of cloud that judgment. I think it could have been a lot easier and clearer had I had just trusted my gut or, or looked within and claimed my own power versus looking outward for anything else. Okay. So that's, I think the biggest lesson from this, the second lesson that really struck me was tapping into this trust and this knowing that Things are working out for you, even when you can't see how or why yet. And sometimes it doesn't look the way that you thought it would look. But still trusting that like, there's a reason why this is happening. I don't understand. I wouldn't have picked this for myself, but there's a reason why things are happening this way. And eventually it will become clear to me. I believe that that can be our reality at all times, but you have to choose that. You have to choose that. That is an option for us, available to us at all times, but it is a choice because also the other choice that we have is things are always not working out for us. Things are all like, you know, we have bad luck what can go wrong will always go wrong. Like those are also choices that are also available to us that also can be true for us if we choose them. So you have the choice, you know, that full spectrum of like, where, where do you decide to live? Where does your mind decide to go? And the difference between the first higher debacle to, to the one, the most recent was As I was having this conversation with my first hire, my mind immediately started going to like this, this is happening for me. It's going to be okay. It's, I don't know why. And after I got off the phone with her, like I, I felt, I truly felt gratitude for her and I truly, and and I, I had the thought, like, I, I think this had to happen maybe for her, like maybe she had to go through this experience to maybe appreciate the path that she was on. Maybe the other hire had to go through this experience to work through something whenever she initially didn't get the job. Maybe I need to go through this experience to, 
to navigate this in, you know, the most powerful way that I could. Maybe we all, maybe it was, it was all for all three of our greater goods. And, you know, I choose to believe that. And that, that outlook, I, it's hard to argue that that can go wrong, right? It's hard to argue that when you can look at a situation that some, some will say, oh, well, that's some rose colored glasses (laughs) BS, but okay, maybe, maybe, but I, I've seen the opposite end and the other way that you can think about things and I've experienced both sides and it's a lot more fun when I have my rose colored glasses on through and I'm looking at it through the lens of like, ah, this is weird, but like, yeah, it's gonna be okay. (laughs) It's a lot better over here. That's where I'm going to live. Another lesson is I should have done this a long time ago. And I, I think like, you know, all in perfect timing, it's all divine and it happens the way that it's supposed to. But, you know, in my last podcast episode, not the last one, episode 135, I talked about cracking the code to your next level. And then in parentheses, I put probably easier than you thought. I have this like weird inner knowing that had I have done this sooner and pushed past this sooner, I probably would be further along than I am today. I don't know. I have this weird feeling. I think this hiring situation I made into like the monster under the bed. This was like the, the monster at the end of the level that I keep avoiding And every time I get to it, I'm like, oh, I'm scared. And I run (laughs) because of what's happened in the past. And I've stayed on this level. So I know. So my point in sharing that is. First and foremost, when we're talking about delegating and hiring, I don't care how big or small your business is. You are ready to do this. There are things on your plate right now that you can absolutely hire, whether it's in your business or in your personal life, whether it's your finances, whether it's graphics, whether it's a podcast, whether it's managing your email or cleaning the house, watching the kids a few hours, washing your cars, ordering your groceries. These are all different ways that we can delegate and buy time for ourselves. I truly feel no matter what stage of your business that you are at, you are ready to, to, tap into that for yourself and buy yourself some time. And oftentimes, and I've, I've made full podcast episodes on this, so please go find them. And I don't have the numbers, but they're in there like talking about like how, and actually one most recently where I shared like all of the ways that I'm, I invest and I delegate and outsource personal things and business in my business. And oftentimes we, the, the thought is, especially with a smaller or newer business is I can't afford that yet. Like maybe when my business gets to this level, then I'll hire the person, then I'll get the house clean. But how do you think you're going to get to that level? How do you think you are going to make space for those clients or make space for creating that program or whatever you need to do to get to that next level without bringing on support? 
So I don't care where you're at. There is something that you know you can be delegating and I am encouraging you to look into it because you might be pleasantly surprised how attainable that likely is. And you might have to go look at a few different options, but that's, it's huge. And I, I'm excited because I know, I know that this was, this was a code that I needed to, to crack, to get to my next level. And we're doing it. And then another lesson that I took away from this situation is, and this is also about hiring specifically for any, so for anybody who is also hiring. And by the way, if you want to know how I did this, I, th- I might've mentioned this, but what I did was I created an application in Google forms, very simple. Um, actually, so what I did was I made a job description on my website. And then along with that, I attached an application that I just made in Google forms. So it was all very simple. And then I talked about it in the podcast. I talked about it on my stories and I directed people to the job description. And if they were interested, they needed to fill out an application. And then at a certain point, I went through the applicant, the applicants. And from that point on, I emailed every single applicant. And I said, thank you so much for applying. Either I want to interview you or I don't know if we're a good fit. We're going to go in a different direction but thank you for applying. And then after that, after I interviewed my people, you already heard that story. But my other lesson is like, keep a good standing with your applicants, treat them with respect. Right. And cause you never know, you never know. I mean, first of all, you just want to do that anyway, (laughs) just be like a decent human, but also you never know what can happen in your business. You may think you found the perfect person, but life happens, things change. And if you, you know, if you just like hire the person, you don't respond or, you know, you don't like take the time to really show your appreciation for the people that took the time who like want to and show interest in working alongside you. You don't want to burn any bridges. They may be a great fit later on down the road or for a different position. Okay. So that's just like, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but worth noting. And then the final lesson here that we've kind of already touched on, but I just want to really send home for you is keep moving forward regardless. You cannot, we, okay. As business owners, as humans on this earth, we have so much creative control over our lives, over our businesses. And the way that I like to think about this is we're co-creators, right? Like we, we, it's, it's almost as if we are, what's kind of improv, right? It's like where we can write the script, but, but ultimately life is an improv situation. You can, can co-create so much, but ultimately other people are also doing the same thing. They're in charge of their own lives and they're going to move and make decisions and think in different ways that you're not going to be able to foresee or sometimes even plan for. So you cannot control other people you cannot fully control how the scene, how the moment and experience plays out. But what you can control is yourself, how you feel about it, how you think about it, and how you ultimately move forward. So in business, as business owners, our job is to 
always move forward. If you need to take a beat, if you need to take a couple of days to feel sad, to gather your thoughts, do it. But get up, dust it off, and move forward. Do not make the same mistake that I did and for seven, eight, nine months sit on my butt and keep spinning my wheels and doing all the work myself because the lies that I would tell myself and because the fear that that same situation might happen again, it might. But you get to move up, get up and move forward. And how you think about that situation in that time and how you behave is going to create a different level of results. Okay. So that is my situation. That is my experience with hiring. I pray and I have full faith that this is going to be wonderful for my business. It's going to be wonderful for me. Wonderful for my incredible behind the scenes ninja who I'm absolutely going to introduce to you once we get a little more comfortable with each other and make sure that this is a good fit. Another thing that I'm doing, which I think would be helpful too, side note, is the way that we're starting her position is like, it's eventually going to be full-time, but we're starting it as part-time for 90 days as a trial period, because you just don't know right? You don't know how you're going to work with somebody or you don't know the full, my, this position's a little abstract. There's a lot of different parts and it's going to evolve. So I want to be darn certain that we both, she and I both feel really good about this. So we're starting as part-time trial and then it will then move to full-time with all of those benefits that come along with that. So that's how I am handling this myself. So anyway, that's the situation. I hope this was helpful for you. If so, I would love to know some of your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Tag me in your stories. Shoot me a review on iTunes. It would absolutely mean the world. I love you. I believe in you. And I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.